everyone. Welcome to Let's Talk Hair. Welcome back if you have been here before. And welcome if this is your first time. So Let's Talk Hair. This is a Combed Education podcast. My name is Araz Nelson. I'm your host. I'm the founder of Combed Education. Um, and essentially, I utilize this podcast as a way to contribute to this industry. I always say that my mission is to help inspire and empower you through my own learnings. And I've got 21 years of experience behind the chair a long beautiful career in uh one of the greatest industries i think and and uh and so yeah uh today i am going to talk about uh hair chemicals but throughout my podcast and on the blog i talk about salon life hairdresser life hair color chemistry techniques mindset business all of the things um in hopes that you find some value in hopes that you can have some takeaways so today we're talking about what is more damaging, ammonia or peroxide. So I think this is a very interesting topic of conversation, and I would like to shed some light on it, um, as well as give you my perspective. So I always say this, everything that I share, everything that I teach, everything that I talk about is what has worked for me, what I have learned, and through my perspective. One of my, I think, biggest pet peeves in this industry when we are, you know, educating or teaching or speaking to learners um, is this mentality of my way or the highway, is the mentality of I'm right, everybody else is wrong. Um, There's no place for it in my book. And I think that we all have learned and we all have things to contribute. And so that's why I say, take what works take what sticks leave what doesn't my way is not the only way it's just my perspective and how i've learned and what has worked for me okay that was a lot with that said uh let's dive into it because i feel like some stylists will debate that ammonia is way more damaging than uh, to hair that's why there's all this ammonia free color the culprit is ammonia ammonia is damaging blah 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 And then others will argue that it's the peroxide, it's the developer, it's the hydrogen peroxide. That's what causes the damage. So let's break it down. And my opinion is this. I have found that it's like a Batman Robin situation, okay? The peroxide definitely causes some serious damage, but ammonia is its sidekick. It's what allows the developer Um, and how much damage to cause, okay? So it's because of the ammonia. So I'm going to break it down. First, let's talk about ammonia, at my understanding, okay? Ammonia is a colorless gas. It contains um, hydrogen and nitrogen. It's the most common alkalizer used in permanent hair color. MEA is also an alkalizer. MEA is what is typically used in non-ammoniated, air quotes, right, non-ammoniated hair color. Um, It is still an alkalizer. And so I had done an an episode about the difference, and I'm going to go ahead and I can't think of it off the top of my head, but I'll put it in the description if you guys want to take a listen. Um, But ammonia is the most common alkalizer that's used in permanent hair color. Ammonia is most often used with peroxide to lighten the hair, right, by softening and swelling the cuticle layers. So think about it this way. Because ammonia is a higher pH product, 
its job it doesn't necessarily like open the hair there's no hinges it's not like a door what happens is the cuticle and the hair they just it swells up it almost gets like expanded and so ammonia is what allows the softening and the swelling of the cuticle layers and it's what allows oxidative hair color to decolorize the hair and form new dyes so i'm going to get into it a little bit more so remember this okay oxidative dyes that use ammonia as an alkalizer those permanent hair colors do both lifting of the natural melanin and the depositing of the new artificial color but the developer the developer is what allows this oxidation to happen and the rate of oxidation and the what's the word i'm looking for like the intensity i guess of the oxidation and and when i say oxidation i'm meaning a couple of things one the lightening of the hair right creating undertone um, diffusing melanin lightening the hair is oxidation and oxidizing the dyes so the development of these dyes so the developer allows the oxidation to happen meaning lightening of the hair and the development of the dyes that's because of the developer so what happens is these dyes so the developer will go in and lighten the melanin based on the alkalinity of the product that they're it's you're using and then what happens is the dyes that are in the color then couple and combine with each other they increase in size and then they get trapped in the cortex and eventually fade over time right so the high ph of the alkalinity is softening and swelling the hair and allowing the developer to do its thing by degrading the melanin creating gaps that are then filled with these dyes okay so i want to tell you this ammonia is the most common alkalizer used upwards to four percent from what i've read of ammonia can be found in any oxidative color on the market but that four percent of ammonia gets reduced to almost half when it's mixed with a developer and then it continues to dissipate as the hair processes so ammonia is a gas another common alkalizer is mea mea is an oil so with ammonia it will be reduced first of all by adding your developer and secondly it dissipates out of the hair it's a gas it dissipates versus mea is the oil it stays in the hair you got to wash it out okay hydrogen peroxide is an acid ph it's roughly around 3.5 okay when hydrogen peroxide is mixed with a color that has a high ph okay and ammonia um, typically those colors range between 9.0 and 11.0 on the ph scale the high ph of the ammonia causes the peroxide to decompose okay which then causes that developer to release oxygen and the releasing of that oxygen causes the natural hair to lighten by degrading the melanin and the hair fiber in general. So the ammonia helps soften and swell the cuticle and then also allows the um, peroxide to decompose and release oxygen. And that oxygen is what 
not only develops the dyes but creates that undertone right it degrades that hair fiber creating that undertone that that remaining pigment contribution so the higher the developer that you use the higher the lift will be because it has more oxygen okay it's more oxygen working its way through the hair fiber you're going to get more lift but the higher the lift the more damage that can be caused so remember the higher the developer the more oxygen is released degrading more melanin making the hair lighter but during the hair coloring process you're lifting and depositing simultaneously I've seen some people say, no, 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 you get lift the first 20 minutes and deposit the other. That's not how it works. If you've ever seen hair color, um, it's a dance of lift and deposit. So you're lifting and depositing. So when you're degrading more melanin um, and you're degrading the hair fiber with these higher developers, it's not as bad when you're using oxidative dyes because the dyes that you are depositing are going to couple and combine and then fill these holes that were created, right? You're creating these holes, for lack of a better word, in the hair, but then the dyes are going in there, coupling and combining and trapping themselves. But what do we know about oxidative dye? It eventually, they fade out, leaving a gap in the cortex until you do another deposit. This is why we like to refresh with a demi-permanent color or refresh with a semi-permanent color instead of using a highly ammoniated color to pull through all the time. If you do that, cool. I'm not telling you not to, but I'm just showing you the other side. So essentially, the cortical fibers have been permanently expanded, permanently altered, and nothing you do um, is going to revert that process. So are there proteins and builders and bond builders and plexes and all this shit? Absolutely. But it's not going to fix the problem. It will help the hair retain more moisture or more luster or not break. But like once you've put oxidative dye and hydrogen peroxide in the hair, it is chemically altered permanently. Okay. The one thing that you need to keep in mind though is with this developer situation is this. The higher the developer, the more damage that's caused, right? But remember though, the higher the alkalinity of the color is, the more the peroxide decomposes and the more oxygen it releases and hence the more damage that is caused. So we're talking about what's worse. Is it ammonia? Is it the developer? And I think they're both, they work together to cause this damage, right? Because you need the higher level of ammonia will allow that developer to do its thing, um, essentially causing more damage. So is one worse than the other? I mean, I think, like I said, they work together, but in my opinion, developer is more damaging because that is what's responsible for degrading the hair fiber, for creating uh, that, that undertone, for degrading the melanin, for releasing cystic acid. Like it degrades the hair fiber, but it needs the alkalinity to do that. So the ammonia helps, in my opinion, the developer cause more damage. But I don't think it's the ammonia that causes damage to the hair. I talked about this in one of my early episodes. 
is ammonia, you know, damaging to the hair, but why are, the, you know, is it, isn't it? I don't know, but there are an awful lot of products out there that talk about and, and sell and pitch that they're non-ammoniated because ammonia is bad and ammonia is damaging. And I don't necessarily think that ammonia is damaging to the hair. I think it's a lot of marketing, a lot of fluff, a lot of, uh, and com- companies in this industry have been doing it for decades. Once an idea runs stale, you got to create a new problem and then ta-da, here's the solution. So right now it's non-ammoniated hair color, so they're using MEA. Now I will say this, that there are people who have sensitivities to ammonia. I don't necessarily think it's damaging to the hair. They have sensitivities, so some people get a little tingly. Um, but at the end of the day, guys, we're, we're using chemicals. MEA is a chemical. Um, Ammonia is a chemical, so it's just one has a higher molecular weight, one has a lower molecular weight. One is a gas, one is an oil. One, you know, gives you phenomenal gray coverage, one gives you mm, so, so, so gray coverage. One gives you amazing lift, one doesn't. It's, it's the same thing. They're related. They do a lot of the same things. So when you hear about these non-ammoniated colors, don't just assume it's because, uh, you know, we want to create healthier hair and that's why we're using non-ammoniated color. No, the damage is caused from any alkalinity and high volumes of developer. So it's not necessarily always ammonia. So either way, I, uh, I hope this was helpful. I hope it gave you a little bit more of an understanding, a little bit more clarity on how I see it, how I've learned, how I've processed it, and, and maybe to help you, um, you know, figure out how to navigate this industry, right? How to navigate your formulations, how to understand why you're using what you're using or what your chemicals do. And I talk about all of this in the fundamentals course. If you're interested, uh, you can use coupon code COMBIES50, C-O-M-B-I-E-S 50 for half off. Uh, but at the end of the day, guys, I ask of you this. If you find any value in this episode, if you... Um, you know, if you learned some things, you took little gold nuggets of information and it was helpful for you, feel free to share it. It's the only way this is going to grow, right? Share it, tag me. And if not, all good. All good. I just hope that it was valuable for you. And as I always say, until next time, happy hair coloring.